You're listening to the Farmyard Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Farmyard. It's a movement, have you heard? And our Patreon supporters. Episode 47, Changemaker, with host Linda Borgie. Hello, everyone. Linda Borgie here from Farmyard. You are just one seed away. I have a little bit of an unusual podcast today. I was interviewed by the Grow Network um, in April. Let's see, when was this? It was April 16th. Um, the article came out. Someone nom- nominated me as a change maker. So they interviewed me. So they sent me the questions. And the questions were really very interesting. And I thought you'd like to hear the answers. So I'm just going to go ahead and read it to you right now. All right. So here, here I go. Now, did uh, the very first question is, did you coin the phrase farmyard? Yes, indeed we did. We even have a jingle because every movement needs a jingle, right? And in the article, there is a link to the jingle, and I will put this article in the show notes so you'll get the links as well. The next question, can you describe the first stirrings of this movement and what inspired you and your co-founders to create it? I was an urban farmer in the Hudson Valley of New York for 11 years. Farmyard's co-founder, Chris Ennerman, was my designer and fairy godmother and always helped me with my business. In the latter part of those 11 years, I taught live stream classes to five African nations and Australia and met my first co-founder, Marcia Howe, when I worked with Fayetteville State University in North Carolina. At the end of my 2015 season, when I grew 300 pounds of garlic, I had to make a decision to either farm full-time or teach full-time. I picked teaching to get exponential results from my efforts. I decided to travel the East Coast in what I called the Grow Food, Earn Money Tour, and it took me from Orlando to Boston and back. When Marcia and I launched Farmyard's online classes, it made sense to bring Chris in too. You've said that the mission of Farmyard Movement is to start a food revolution by localizing food one yard at a time. Can you explain the main tenets of this process? Every one of us depends on this thin layer of soil that feeds us, but modern agriculture is stripping nutrients out of the soil and trying to replace them with lab-grown chemicals, while it also forces plants to grow where there are no nutrients or life in the soil. So the food we're eating, even organic, is more and more depleted, all because we've stopped growing healthy soil. Soil is the foundation of all land-bound life as we know it, which means humans too. Why are we getting so sick? Because we really aren't being fed. So our first goal is teaching people to grow healthy soil. Stop letting grass pull all the nutrients out of that little bit of land that you own before you throw all those clippings away in a big plastic baggie headed straight for the garbage dump. Most people are throwing away all the nutrients in 
65 million acres of lawn and using drinking water to water something that they can't eat. Seeds will grow if they have sun, water, and soil. But we teach people how to choose the right seeds for what they want to grow and make sure it's growing in healthy soil, rich soil. Once you start growing, once you taste that food that you know you raised yourself, you won't stop. Everyone will be getting the farming bug. Try some pea shoots for starters. Ten days from plot to plate. Who can resist that? We believe that everyone needs to take responsibility and grow a portion of the food that they are eating, even if it's simply green garlic in the windowsill of a Manhattan apartment on the 56th floor. We need this movement for a multitude of benefits, physical, financial, economic. There's magic in growing our own food, and that magic ingredient is love. Put love into growing things, and you get more out of it. Cooking with love tastes better, and growing food with love has more health benefits for you, and the plant too. Name one person on the 56th floor of a Manhattan apartment building who couldn't use more love. But when your broccoli comes from 2,000 miles away, there's no love left in it. My Farmyard team and I are connecting people with the skills and information they need to succeed in putting this magic back into their lives. This way, they can successfully grow real nourishing food right from the get-go. You see, I would tr- it would truly bother me if anyone failed, because I know their chances of trying again are nil to none. We can change the world one plot to plate at a time. Why do you feel it is so important for us to know where our food comes from? Unfortunately, we live in a time when food can make us really sick, depending on how it is grown. Our bodies require clean, better than organically grown, nutrient-dense food in order to function like a well-oiled machine. If our food is devoid of nutritive value, we suffer. Every cell in our body suffers, and that suffering is the beginning of disease. You know, it really bothers me that I see organic Washington State apples in stores that are in New York State. And New York State is apple country. This is crazy. When these foods travel that distance, they lose vitality all the way to your mouth. They just don't have the same nutritional density. Also, due to the hardiness needed for what I call the stupid market foods, yes, I coined that term as well, 
the species and varieties of fruits and vegetables are more and more limited. The food has to be able to be picked before it's ready or kept for weeks in transit as it gets on a boat or is driven across the country in a truck. These foods are not selected because they're delicious or nutritious. They're, they're picked because they're stubborn. How can home gardeners contribute to the overall wellness? Wellness has everything to do with the kind of relationship we have with food and where it comes from. Gardens open a new awareness and consciousness about the value of whole foods. The garden gives us a place and an activity through which to hone a new relationship with food that is alive, accessible, and fresh. This experience invokes a deep joy and appreciation. The foundational act of eating and the kind of food we consume on a daily basis are either our medicine or our poison. Making a decision to grow some of your own food is powerful. It benefits the body and the soul. Gardens can be places that support emotional healing and so much more. Food brings people together. It supports and nurtures healthy relationships with others, builds community connection, and can even provide new local food entrepreneurial opportunities. Gardens are a place to learn valuable lessons from nature for adults and especially for children that can affect our wellness in every area of our life. Tell us about Abundant Life Farm, its start in 1988 and eventual reawakening in 2004, and your experiences with spin farming and bioenergetic practices. Abundant Life Farm began on Old Mill Road, Block Island, Rhode Island, where I was the controller of the public utility, Block Island Power. I farmed on a quarter of an acre had 23 sheep, 50 chickens, and a milking Jersey cow. We were the only farm in the United States licensed to sell cheese to the public with a herd of only one. That's because I invented a five-gallon five-gallon pasteurization machine to do this. I was introduced to biodynamics in the late 90s when I was the first intern at the Pfeiffer Center Garden in Chestnut Ridge, New York. This is the region where biodynamics came into the United States in the 50s. When Abundant Life Farm came back to life in Middletown, New York in 2004, we embraced spin farming which is small plot intensive. We embrace that model using biodynamic practices. When I began Farmyard, I came upon Evan Folds, the creator of bioenergetic agriculture, which uses biodynamic methods combined with other principles. Over the years, Evan and I have developed a strong relationship, and he is Farmyard's official soil doctor. A soil test is the first step anyone who is really serious about growing nutrient-dense food would take. Visit 
Evan's webpage and be sure to tell him I said hi to get your soil amendment prescription and find out if you need a little bit of this or a little bit of that and don't touch those chemicals. After all, all we need to do is grow the soil to grow healthy people and Evan can show us how to grow healthy soil. What are some tips for ensuring that our lawn soil is nutrient-rich and primed for crop production? To take a page from Evan, who, who was studying marine biology before he studied soil, soil is a lot like an airy version of the ocean. A lot is going on under the surface when you look at it under a microscope and study it. We don't know everything there is to know about soil. It is a miraculous and complicated system that, when healthy, delivers nutrition to plants. That may sound weird, but there are highways underground through which tiny microbes bring nutrients to plants. I kid you not. When you kill the soil... How do you replace the highways? You don't. You fake it. You pretend. You make synthetic nutrients and give them to the plants so they grow. And the synthetics end up in the people and make them sick. So how do you ensure your soil is primed for crop production? Compost your weeds, use worm poop, stir up some biodynamic preparations, and stay far, far away from those petrochemicals. We talk about this topic a lot on our podcast and have several hours of webinars that cover soil health. It's difficult to put the whole process into words, which is why Evan is a guest on our podcast often. How does the farmyard movement encourage local food security? Nothing is more secure than food growing outside your kitchen door, and we need more of that. With just 100 square feet of growing space, you could shave about $700 off your stupid market bill in a year. And what you don't grow, I'm sorry, let me repeat that, and what you don't grow may be grown by your neighbor. You can trade with friends and family or go to a farm market. Look that farmer in the eye and ask about the farm's growing practices. See something you don't recognize? Ask what it is and how to prepare it. They know. With droughts threatening our food from California and storms threatening our food from Florida, we need to think more about local food and not be so dependent on just a few large areas of our country and imports. If everyone is growing something, canning something, and sharing something, then when the power is out, everyone can eat. When a storm comes through, people people can send relief food that's not in a can to their neighbors. It's not rocket science to realize that if the food is in your yard, in your kitchen, or at your church down the street, then your food is more secure than if it has to go 2,000 miles by truck and make it from a warehouse to your market, and then you have to go to the market and pick it up.
How do your efforts stimulate entrepreneurial opportunity? I teach how to grow food and earn money. For the home gardener, I strongly suggest looking into the web page called Seed Voyage. This is where the home gardener can easily turn to sell some extra produce. We want all communities to work with a venture like Seed Voyage and collaborate in the growing of food. We also have Wayne Roberts on board teaching city planners some 30 benefits and billions of dollars of free public service by growing food everywhere. Yup everywhere. This just makes more sense than allowing 40 million acres of turf grass, by the way, it's the largest cultivated crop in the nation, to use 40% of the drinking water on the East Coast. In your wildest dreams, how do you see the farmyard vision benefiting the world? I see Farmyard being a major player in reversing the status quo of the lawn. This YouTube video says a lot. I dream of driving down residential streets called Lettuce Lane and Broccoli Boulevard. Yes, indeed, I do. Can you offer a specific piece of gardening, farming, or healthy living advice? that would be of interest to our Grow Network community. When we develop an intimate relationship with the soil beneath our feet, something happens. I can only describe it as joy. I would like nothing better than for everyone to feel this joy. Then it would be Heaven on earth. So there you go, kiddos. That was my interview, the Grow Network interview. And I hope you enjoyed it. I would like to thank you all for listening. And I want to thank our patrons, patrons of the arts. And yard farming is my chosen art form. Yes, indeed it is. Thank you for your pledges. You are very kind and very brilliant to support a movement that supports yourself. Well, I will once again see you on the flip side. And until then, go farm that yard. This podcast is community supported. We thank everyone for tuning in. And a special thank you goes out to all our Patreon supporters. If you enjoy our content, please subscribe and share. You can help support us through Farmyard, all one word, on patreon.com.